Welcome to Link Educate, a professional development podcast series of interviews with students, young professionals, veterans, and professors of the supply chain industry to discuss how supply chain and logistics has changed in terms of recruiting, training, and more. My name is McKenna Morales, and I am the web editor for both Supply and Demand Chain Executive and Food Logistics Magazines. Today, I am talking with Professor Mary Bartling of my alma mater, the University of Wisconsin-Platteville. In this episode, we are discussing what it's like to teach the supply chain in a rural area of Wisconsin, where the function isn't usually on the top of people's minds. Hello, so I am here with Professor Mary Bartling. So, Professor Bartling, do you just want to give us a quick rundown about who you are and your career and how you got to being a professor? Okay, glad to. As you said, I'm Professor Bartling. I teach at UW-Platteville. And my career is pretty diverse. I actually started in the retail trade right out of college um, and did a couple internships with Boston Store, which is now no longer. (laughs) And so I bought for Boston store and then I fell into a, a relatively new field, which was planning and allocation, where we would actually forecast, you know, what um, stocks that should go to each store. So every store had its own diverse mix. And so that's where I really started getting into the supply chain field. But after like seven mergers, um, we were bought and sold seven times. <laughs> I said, eh, I need a new field. So I actually transferred into manufacturing and I worked for GE Healthcare um, and I did basically the same thing. Um, Instead of buying product, um, I bought parts at GE for x-ray tubes and I was the material uh, logistics specialist there and I tracked, I bought parts and tracked them around the globe for GE because they had suppliers everywhere. Um, And then after that uh, experience, um, I was hired on uh, by actually Harley Davidson. So I started out at Harley-Davidson as a development purchasing analyst, where I, again, bought parts and monitored them around the globe. I was hired actually as a contract worker, so I worked at Harley, but my salary came from the contract company. So I, mm-hmm. I started actually on a six-month salary, uh, and uh, three years later, I was still there. Um, and so uh, opportunity came as a full-time employee of Miller Coors. So I went from motorcycles to, to beer. <laughs> That's very um, so, Wisconsin. Yeah, really. And so <laughs> I uh, moved over to Miller Coors, again, an inventory specialist. I worked actually in the packaging department where they mm-hmm. designed the packaging for all the Miller products. Oh, that's then, cool. Yeah, yeah, and so it was an interesting uh, company. Um, and uh, after a couple of years there, one of my friends at Harley got a hold of me and she was getting promoted um, to a different position. Um, and so she was wondering if I would interview. And I said, sure, you know, I never, you know, pass up an interview. And this was for an SAP role. Um, SAP is the software that is used to run the manufacturing plants mm-hmm. uh, through an uh, ERP system. And uh, I applied and interviewed for that job and I got it. And so I went back from beer back to motorcycles again and was part of the rollout of the SAP system to their Kansas City plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've been watching Harley, they haven't been doing great because their customer is, you know, aging out of the product. Um, and so after a couple of, yeah, after a couple of years, um, an opportunity uh, arose that I could teach full-time. I was teaching part-time at UW-Milwaukee at night. So I was already mm-hmm. part of the UW system. 
Um, and this opportunity at Platteful occurred, and I interviewed and got the job, and I've been there ever since. And I really like, you know, um, working with students. I think that's my forte. Um, so that's how I came to be at UW Platteful as a professor. That's great. So for all of our listeners, I got Professor Bartling's information from one of her students. I am a graduate of the University of Wisconsin Platteville. And before we started recording, you mentioned about how the supply chain major at UW Platteville is relatively new. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, it, it is re- relatively new because the supply chain film uh, field is relatively young. If you compare it to other fields like accounting and and such that have been out there for quite some, some time. Um, I started, as I said, in 2016, and I replaced a supply chain professor that had been uh, before she retired. Um, but I would say, you know, at least a good, she probably taught into that field probably a good five years. So relatively speaking, it's relatively new. The idea mm-hmm. of a supply chain has always been out there, but, right. you know, we're seeing more emphasis on it in, you know, uh, companies like Amazon. You know, everybody buys stuff from Amazon, and they have a really integrated supply chain. So we're seeing more and hearing more about supply chain and how important it is. Um, if we look around at the coronavirus, um, how important mm-hmm. that supply chain is to get products to customers. Right. And so... You have been in the supply chain industry basically your entire career. And why do you think students should be interested in majoring in it? Well, I think students uh, should be interested in it because, number one, it's a growing field. There's a lot of opportunity in supply chain. There's all different areas in supply chain. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's rather diverse, and you never never get bored because there's so much opportunity. Um, I think the pay is good. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's something that a graduating, you know, senior wants to look at is good pay. Um, right. And it, because it's so diverse, they have a lot of areas that they can go into and, and select one that you really love. You know, it's a lot easier going mm-hmm. to work if you love your job. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I think it's, it's such a growing field that students really have to look at um, the great opportunity that's out there. Mm-hmm. I recently interviewed Kareen Bursa of Legility, and she mentioned about how the supply chain industry is colorblind, it's genderblind, it's for everyone. And as a woman, I'm sure there has been some challenges because the supply chain is a pretty male-dominant industry. Is there anything that you can touch on with that? What do you feel? Well, I think it's it's a role because it offers a lot of diversity. Um, in my own experience, um, you know, I worked with a lot of guys. There's very few women in it. And mm-hmm. I, I have to truly say that I think I was had the same opportunities, you know, that they had. But again, mm-hmm. I worked for huge companies, right? right. And you know, that was pretty much in place, um, you know. Uh, so I think that, yeah, it probably exists that there might be an uneven pay structure, but in my own experience, I really didn't experience that, so. Yeah, so that's really, I think that's really good to hear for students, too, because oftentimes, especially nowadays, it's just ingrained in our brain that there is a pay gap, and it's very obvious, but if you can go into an industry where people are really trying to close that, that's important as well. And I think the more women that get into these fields, the STEM fields, 
um, mm -hmm. the better it's going to be for women in general. Um, at GE, I had, you know, many cohorts that were women engineers. Mm -hmm. um, they hired a lot of women. Um, and so I think, as I said, if, if women, you know, enter these STEM fields, um, the more that are in there, the better it is for women in general. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners, UW Platteville is an engineering school. It's a STEM school. And there's this big joke when I first started college was that there is the Platteville ratio of so many guys to like every one girl. But as I continued on in my education, more girls started to get added and more girls started to become engineers. I think like a majority of my friends were engineers too. Oh, that's very true. Um, I think that they've really opened that up um, and made an effort uh, through conversations with with uh, future students, especially women, um, mm -hmm. to get them excited about entering those fields. And engineering, as you know, is so diverse. There's, you know, mechanical, there's electrical, there's um, uh, sustainable, and now we have sustainability um, in the engineering fields. Um, mm -hmm. That There's really something for everyone. Right. Just like the supply chain. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So how has the industry evolved since you first started teaching? Uh, supply chain, it's always changing. It is mm. always changing. And I think what we're moving to now is to a really data-based um, uh, industry where you're dealing with data and, you know, uh, we have, you know, tons of data out there. We have, you know, terabytes of data. And being able to use that data in the supply chain to make better decisions um, is, you know, the expanding field technology in itself is changing. I mean, when I was out there, um, we already had some robots that were doing jobs, you know, for to replace, unfortunately, humans. But we're going to see more and more of that um, with just the advance in machine learning computers and data analysis. Mm -hmm. And so you also mentioned that you used to teach at UW-Milwaukee, and that is a very different set up than Platteville because Milwaukee is the biggest city in Wisconsin and Platteville is in a very rural area of the state. What's some differences that you've noticed teaching at the two universities? Well, the student mix is quite different, right? Um, at UW-Milwaukee and I taught, you know, some, I taught basically grad classes for them. Okay. Um, you know, it was a very urban mix. So you had people that, you know, were coming from, you know, all over um, and lived in the cities, were in Platteville. You know, it's, as you say, it's small town community. Um, the way yes. I taught probably, yeah, the way I taught in Milwaukee was somewhat different than how I taught, you know, or teach it in Platteville, I think, just because the mix is so different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, so that's, I think that's the basic thing. Um, luckily, the UW system keeps, you know, um, the setup similar, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I think it's the student mix is just so different. Yeah. And so how do you continue to get students excited at Platteville when the biggest supply chain factory or the su biggest supply chain function is Land's End, and that's about a half hour away from the school. So students love what's new and what's uh, going to be trendy when they get out, uh, you know, of college. So I really talk mm -hmm. talk a lot uh, about you know the future 
and technology that's, you know, in some cases it's already out there. So um, that's, you know, I think makes them think, uh, you know, about uh, the opportunities that they have available to themselves. Um, So that, you know, that's an important function of that. We do have um, a professional society called APEX. Well, now it's actually ASCM Association of Supply Chain Management. And so I, yeah, and so I'm in charge of that. And so I take students on tours of plants. We went to, let's see, the Epic plant in Madison. We were going to go to Duluth Trading, but that got sidelined because of the coronavirus. Um, yeah. we, we go to competitions. And so, you know, getting students uh, excited and, and learning about what's new out there is really important. And mm-hmm. I don't do just lectures in my class. I do a hot, lot of high-impact practice training um, mm-hmm. so that students, you know, just, you know, I, I think it'd be very boring just sitting and listening to lectures. So I actually have them do activities, group activities. Right. And I remember, so I got hired at this job right out of college and they sent me to Modex, the supply chain conference and at mm-hmm. right away and just walking around and seeing all the robots in action. It was just a whole new experience because you always hear about robots, but like I never saw them. My, like my dad worked in a factory all my entire childhood, but he did everything manually. So I never got to see it. It was such a foreign concept to me. So I think being able to see that while you're learning about it is so cool. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, as I said, that's, part of you know the technology that's out there is it when i was at harley we had several robots that did the job you know very well you're doing the same manual job every day so you're not being a human to do that you're saving money that in that regard but i think it's hard for students to you know envision that just when you're lecturing so that's why i do an extra um extra tours through apex we actually are uh, connected with the madison chapter and so, yeah, so we connect with um, people that are in the industry in Madison. So, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. It's very good to know too. Yeah. Oh, so you also teach the master, some of the master's programs. So UW Plotfield does have a master's degree in supply chain integrate. Can you touch on yep. that again? Yeah, so we have a, yeah, so we have a master's program. It's called integrated supply chain management. It's actually through the um, Center for Distance Learning. So all those students um, uh, participate in their education online, uh, Mm -hmm. which is beneficial because most of them are out in the working field and they're already working. So um, they can do their classes right online um, and, uh, you know, fulfill that requirement to get a master's from Platteville. Um, in integrated supply chain management. I'd say the large majority of them are in some type of supply chain management field, be it logistics or purchasing or inventory control. Um, So they can really add, you know, their experience to the mix of the class, which makes it really an interesting class. Mm -hmm. So how does that differ from your undergrads? Then. So the it's a different type of learning, right? So we don't have lectures. Um, we have stu- we have lectures and discussions online, but they type in the discussion, their answers to a discussion. Whereas in the on campus classes, they're live, they're face to face. So there's a big difference. 
Um, and some people learn, you know, well in a face-to-face environment, but they might not necessarily learn well um, in an online environment. So I think mm-hmm. we like to give, you know, both types of environment to students and then they get to pick what they want. Um, right. So, yeah, so we, you know, that's the um, integrated program. Um, and you know, we have a great um, student mix in those programs. Um, people keep coming back for more, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> and so education is becoming so important within the supply chain too. People are getting their masters or people are joining industry organizations. Why do you think education is growing within the industry? I think people realize that if you're in an organization to be promoted to higher levels, they need to have a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, when, uh, yeah, when I was at Harley, actually, if you didn't have a college degree, you could only be promoted so far. So okay. if you want to get, yeah, so if you want to get past that, you need to have a degree. So um, the people that are in industry currently that maybe started, you know, out of high school or whatever, they've been in those jobs for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. But all the new people they're hiring, like us, who have degrees, um, are, you know, that's 90% probably of the, the um, employment um, at these companies. So if they want to get promoted to higher levels, they need to have the degree so they go back for that degree. Right. So what is some advice you would give to today's college students that are majoring in supply chains? I would say get as much experience as you can because that's what employers are looking for. Um, all students that graduate um, in school of business have to have an internship. So, um, yeah, so they have to do um, uh, 240 hours of working in an internship. The majority of them are starting here in the summer. They'll do a 12-week internship, which really opens their eyes to, you know, what it's like. You've learned all this in the books, right, on on the university, but what what is it really like to apply those skills? Mm -hmm. So the more, you know, experience you can get, the more you you can market your skills to employers. Um, when I did my undergrad at UW-Stout, I had two internships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it gave me experience in, in the field. Um, I got hired. Actually, they were at Boston Store. I got hired by Boston Store. And, and that's another thing students need to think about. Get that experience because that gives you a leg up on other mm-hmm. people that are applying for those jobs. Right. How important is it to be flexible? Because there's so many different sectors. Now. In, in supply chain? Yes. Yes. Um, you have to be flexible because it's not just the sectors in supply chain. It's the organization you join that is constantly changing, right? Be it uh, uh, employer adds new technology or new processes. You have to be up on that. And so change is, you know, an inevitable thing in industries. So you really need to be up on that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Something that is different about Platteville than other schools is that you have a major and that you have an emphasis. So when you graduate and with a supply chain emphasis for our listeners, you're graduating with a business degree, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. You, so you graduate, yeah, you graduate with a business degree, but you have an emphasis in that you know field of business. Right. And so do you think eventually they'll narrow down the supply chain emphasis and be like a supply chain emphasis with warehousing or with logistics or technology, or do you think it will always be encompassed into one? 
So actually what we're moving to is actual majors in those emphases. And so instead of having just a business degree with an emphasis in supply chain, mm-hmm. you will go for a major in supply chain or a major okay. in human resources. So we already have that paperwork and intent in uh, with the UW system. So that's where we're moving to is the actual majors. Okay. Do you think that there will still be emphasis emphases? Uh, well, you know, no, so if we move to this, or if we get it approved, move to the major, there won't be emphasis. It'll be just okay. a major. Now, there will be minors within that. Okay. You know, so you could actually get a minor in a field as well. So, but, yeah. That would be really interesting to see. I would really, in five years, I would like to come back and see yeah. The, yeah. the education of the supply chain and how if people can focus on warehousing and WMS2. I think that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, within those uh, supply chain major, it's going to be more classes on supply chain, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in some of those classes, it would be transportation, um, data analysis, um, you know, just supply chain management. And I can go on and on. Um, operations management, quality management. So a lot of those things that are in the emphasis are going to move to the supply chain major, but we're going to add a lot more things. Right. So we've been talking a lot about people that are currently in college, but what are some other advice that you would give to graduating seniors right now? So if I would, um, so what I get graduating seniors now is, you know, really be flexible. Um, Do you, you know, find a field within supply chain that you love be it purchasing or be it um, inventory control um, and really go for jobs that are in that field. As I often say, it's a lot easier to go to work if you love your job, right? Yes. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, really focus and don't just settle for a job, you know, really focus into, you know, what you love, love to do. Um, And sometimes, you know, to get to what you love to do, you might have to take you know, slight diversions, right? Uh, no. But you you have the ability as a graduating senior to really manage, you know, what you want to do, right? And you got to find the path to get to, you know, what you like, what you feel are your strong points. And you're going to do well in, in any supply chain field um, if you really focus, I think. Yeah, and the supply chains are so important. It, it has been made very clear in oh, the yeah. pandemic, too. So. Pain- Painfully so with the coronavirus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. the more people we can get involved, the less disrupted I think the industry will be. Yeah. Well, now it's not a good time, really, because <laughs> any supply chain is, you know, it's not going to be as functional when people are hoarding products and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough out there right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, what? So, for our last question, you talked so much about to find what you love in the supply chain. So, Professor Bartling, can you just tell me what your favorite part is? So, my favorite part um, now that I've been involved with it for so many years is I like to look to the future and Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in data and how it's going to be used uh, to run supply chains and make better decisions. 
we have technology, um, and I'm talking about big data, right? We have you know terabytes of big data out there. How are we going to use machine learning computers like the IBM Watson to uh, you know, analyze that data and then predict, see patterns in the data and predict to business, you know, how should I fill my merchandise in my stores? Who should I sell to? Um, even a doctor. Um, doctors are already using machine learning computers, which are different, okay? They learn by doing. Um, to go through and analyze, you know, many, many medical journals that a doctor would never have enough time to do. Analyze it, find patterns, and predict uh, patient treatment for that doctor. They're already using machine learning slash cognitive computers to uh, scan through a patient's records and predict if uh, records, I should say, patient's data and predict if they have skin cancer and make that recommendation, you know, to a doctor. And supply chains exist, you know, all over. Most people think it's just manufacturing. But there's a supply chain in, in the medical fields. There's supply right. chains um, in, um, you know, different fields, um, not, not just manufacturing. In retail, there's a supply chain. So I think we have a, you know, that's my most interested, the area that I'm most interested in, in is data and how we're going to use that data. Because we live in the information age and there's yeah. lots of opportunity. So I, my suggestion to students is, you know, get into that field. It's really a hot field. And, and I think the term data kind of scares them off a little bit, but right. there's so there's so many um, uh, versions of how they're going to use that data. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a positive for the supply chain. You know, if the supply chain like Amazon can predict what you're going to buy, they can get that into the your product. Let's say it's laundry soap. They can get it into their supply chain two weeks earlier. And then when you put the order in, you get it in a day because it's already there. Yeah. Has predicted based on your shopping habits, you know what you're going to buy. I know that's it's like scary cool. Nothing is, yeah. Well, Amazon and Walmart are the two biggies in terms of using data, having the technology, and then predicting. Mm -hmm. So that's why. So in my class, I teach is predictive analytics, and so Mm -hmm. that's what we talk about in that class. Yeah. That's really interesting, too, especially to learn it at such a young age. Yeah. As yeah. well, because that's such a new concept for oh, yeah. people. Well, it's actually been out there for a while. Um, we just didn't have the technology to really go, you know, full steam ahead. But now yeah. we have that technology. So, I mean, when I was in the retail fields, we were already predicting what to put in stores. But we were doing yeah. it manually, right? Now we have technology to help us do those mm-hmm. predictions. Yeah. And tech is only going to become more important. Oh, yeah. Go on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, that is all that I have for you today, Professor Bartling. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, no, I think uh, we've covered the docket in terms of the supply chain world. I can just say to students that, you know, it's a really, um, it's a field that has lots of opportunities to offer. And so take advantage of those opportunities. Great. That. That's some great advice. Thank you so much for listening. Check back every Thursday for a new episode of Link Educate.